0: This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Doctor Julie Capel, episode number fifty one. Hey, everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you all here this week. I am in Florida, and it's much warmer than Michigan. It still hasn't been the best weather here. We've had a lot of rain, but anytime you can get out of the north in the winter is amazing. So I'm having a great time here in Florida, and I thought I would bring you a podcast on possibility thinking. Going into a new year as we are now, and I'm sure you're all working on setting some resolutions, setting some goals, I thought that having a podcast about possibility thinking, and then I think our next podcast will talk about goal setting because that's another favorite topic of mine, but I thought we would bring to the podcast this concept of possibility thinking. And what exactly does that mean? Possibility thinking basically means a willingness to see possibilities everywhere instead of limitations. Possibility thinking is using the power of your thoughts to stretch and push yourself into accomplishing things that you previously thought were not possible. And the most successful people in the world think differently than the rest of us do. They have this innate ability to think they can do anything. They have an innate optimism and they have this capacity to dream big and dream large. And so people that are super successful have this capability to see things that most people think are impossible and decide that anything is possible. And that's what we mean by becoming a possibility thinker. So an example of possibility thinking would be taking something that you were previously very afraid to do. And an example in my life was a couple of years ago when I decided to start writing. I really had always wanted to be a writer, but somewhere along the line, I got it into my head that I wasn't good at it and it probably came from somebody in junior high or high school that told me that, an English teacher or something like that. So my little brain decided that I couldn't write. And then a couple of years ago, I really got this itch to write a book, to write something. And I had always had these negative thoughts about it. My New Year's resolution a couple of years ago was to just start writing. And I thought the best way to do that would be to commit to a weekly blog, because I knew that that would force me to write every week. And so I made this resolution to start writing a blog. And one week I just decided to do it. I had to overcome my fear. I had to overcome those thoughts that my brain was throwing at me that it was going to be terrible and nobody was going to read it. And it was really a struggle. And so becoming more aware of the fact that I thought it was an impossible thing. Then changing my mind to thinking that it may just be possible and then getting over the fear of that brought me to the point in my life that I started writing. And to this day, it's been close to two years and I've never missed a week of writing on my blog. And so now to me, it seems very easy I had a friend of mine that had to start a blog and they were kind of freaking out because it was like an assignment that they had to do for a class. And one of the things was you have to write a blog. This person was kind of scared and worried and feeling all these negative thoughts and feelings about it. Basically, I had to say, if you just decide to do it, even if it's scary, even if it freaks you out, Once you get started and you write that first blog and put it out there, it's going to become easier and easier. And that was definitely the case for me. Using that power of my own brain to overcome the fear that my brain wanted to give me around writing and just pushing through it and realizing that anything that I put my mind to is possible was the thing that got me to writing the blog. And so many things can be overcome this way. It's just, it just has to do with you talking to yourself and reasoning with those unreasonable parts of your brain and commanding them and being in charge of them and letting go of the fear. So, what would you do in your life if you knew that you wouldn't or couldn't fail? And that is a key concept that I read over and over again when I study successful people and possibility thinking. So we've talked about this before on the podcast, how negative our brains can be and how they can really hold us back. So the thing about possibility thinking that will help you move forward is it will help you get over those negative life stories that you have. We all have these stories in our brain that our life has taught us. Most of the time, they are painful in some way. They are humiliation. They are failure. They are criticism that someone gave to us. And our brain hangs on to that negative story. And we view the world through this negativity lens. And so what that does is it amplifies everything that's bad. When we think of an idea or something we really want to do, like my blog... Our brain brings up all these negative thoughts and all of this fear of failure. So if we have a thought that you're a terrible writer, you'll never be able to do this, people will laugh at you, whatever the negative thoughts your brains bring to the front of your mind when you've got this great idea about something that you've always wanted to do, embracing the concept of being a possibility thinker will begin to help you break down those negative thoughts and turn them into something that you can deal with and that you can handle. And then when you feel the negative feelings coming from those thoughts, you can try to change those thoughts into thoughts of possibility, openness, and not being afraid of the failure that your mind wants you to be afraid of. If you can realize that no matter what you choose as the goal that you have or the thing that you want to do in your life, anything you choose is possible, then you can start to create thoughts that get rid of that fear and get rid of that little voice in your head that wants you to fear failing, wants you to fear humiliation or wants you not to do the thing that you really deep down know is your destiny to do. So how do we become possibility thinkers? How do we train our brain to fight these negative thoughts and embrace these impossible goals that we have? If you don't have a scary, big, impossible goal out there that you're trying to accomplish or chase or follow, then your life is going to be boring and dull and you're just going to sit in your cave and kind of suck your thumb and watch Netflix and your life isn't going to be full. So how do you become a possibility thinker? The first thing we need to do is look for possibilities in every situation of our life. Because we know that you can train your brain to stay negative and continue to go down a negative path, or you can train your brain to look for possibilities and positive things in every situation in your life. Improving your attitude, having the right attitude will allow you to think bigger and therefore accomplish more exciting things. So you have to work on giving up the negative self-talk. You have to embrace understanding that negative self-talk is normal. It's something that your brain is going to throw at you, but you need to notice it and then let it go. Because if you continue to indulge in those negative thoughts, you will become a failure before you even try the thing that you're thinking about trying. So here's an example of this. I went to Hawaii with my husband a couple months ago. It was something I wanted to do all my life and I had never been. So I made this decision that we were going to go to Hawaii, come hell or high water. That's what I wanted to do. And while I was there, I decided that it would be super fun and super cool and kind of like a bucket list moment for me to swim with dolphins in the ocean which if you know me, you'll know that I'm kind of one of those people that has a tendency to worry ahead of time. And so it's really difficult for me to take risks especially life and death risks. I'm very death averse. And so anything that could possibly risk my life, it's really hard for me to do. So when I decided I wanted to go to Hawaii, that wasn't super scary to me because the plane trip was, you know, nothing different than I had done before, maybe a little bit further. But this whole idea that I had about jumping in the water with dolphins Was kind of a little bit of a freak out for me because I thought, you know, what if I don't swim well? What if I get hurt? What if I get seasick? I mean, all these things my brain brought up for me. So it was really something that I had to fight this negative self talk. And had I given into that, and I almost did, a couple days before the boat ride where we were going to go swim with the dolphins, I really had this kind of sick feeling that maybe I shouldn't go and maybe something bad was going to happen or maybe I'd get seasick and I would and I would be embarrassed or maybe I'd freak out in the water and have a panic attack or something like that and I really almost backed out in fact I said to my husband maybe we shouldn't go on the dolphin trip maybe we should cancel. And he, my husband, which will kind of, you know, he's one of those people that can kind of do whatever I ask him to do just to kind of make me happy. He was like, I don't care whatever you want to do. So it was all on me to fight off these negative thoughts about this trip into the ocean. Well, Long story short, I overcame my negative self-talk. I decided I wasn't going to get seasick. I decided I would live. I decided that it was a bucket list thing that I couldn't pass up. And I went and it was so cool being in the ocean with like hundreds. We saw so many dolphins. It was insane. And even the people that ran the boat tour were like, you guys had a really good day because we never see this many. And one of them swam like within six inches of me and they had babies and they were swimming all over. So if I hadn't have been able to give up this negative self-talk of mine, I would have never jumped into that ocean with no life jacket and just swimming with the dolphins, which to me was super scary, and my brain was totally freaking out when I did it. But the fact that I was able to be a possibility thinker and realize that this was something that I surely could do, that I did. So having this better attitude or this right attitude, giving up the negative self-talk and the negativity brain that we all have, And being able to push that away and try to think more positive things about the thing that you're getting ready to do is going to help you move into this area of possibility thinking. So trust yourself and push forward. The best way to get through this negative self-talk is to take small steps towards whatever it is that you're wanting to do and use that 80-20 rule that I think I've talked about before, that prato principle, and prioritize the steps. So for writing my blog, the steps would be, well, first I gotta decide what my blog's gonna be about, who I'm gonna be targeting, and those are the first little steps, and then where am I gonna put it on the internet, how am I gonna get it out there into the world, and kind of researching that, and then writing, and just forcing myself to write and getting to the point where no matter what I produced, putting it out there and not worrying about the perfectionism. So another step into becoming a possibility thinker is to try to push your brain one step bigger than your brain really wants to go. So get that dream, whatever it is, and try to make it just a tiny bit bigger, So let's say it's a financial goal and you decide you want to save $20,000 this year for whatever it is. Let's say you wanted to do the Hawaii trip like I did and you wanted to go big and do everything, you know, as big as you could get it and see all the things and go with the dolphins and all of that. And you decided that you wanted to save this money and your brain started to bring up some of that negativity thought, then push that dream one step bigger so it's really scary. So it makes you feel sick to your stomach, kind of like I felt before I went on the dolphin boat. Push your brain a little bit further than it wants to go. So instead of a ten dollars or a $20,000 savings goal for this year, push it up to $25,000 or add another couple thousand to it. Whatever makes you feel very uncomfortable and makes you start to feel fear. And then you'll start to think big. Your mind will get used to that. It'll get used to being stretched. And even if you think it's too big, push your mind there anyway. And then you start to become comfortable with those uncomfortable, fearful feelings. And so even if it's something really simple, if it's something with a client and you never stood up to a client before and set a boundary around your time... And that really makes you feel sick to your stomach. Push yourself to do it, number one, and maybe push yourself to do it one step bigger than you normally would until it feels really uncomfortable. And that will push you into that area of possibility thinking. Another thing you can do to help you become a possibility thinker is to ignore or stay away from those people that are the doubters in your life or the Debbie Downers, the people that are always negative. You have to learn not to listen to those people. There are so many people in our lives that want to crush our dreams. And you've all experienced this. If you've ever decided to go on a diet and you decided that you were going to lose 10 pounds, and there's always somebody in your life that says, no, don't do that, it's too depriving, you want to eat some candy, here's a piece of cake. You always have people that want to crush your dreams or tell you that you can't do it. Try not to listen to those people. And if you do have those people in your life, filter their comments. Listen to them, but don't embrace them. Because they're the dream crushers. They're the people that are going to hold you back. They're the people that are going to tell you you can't do it. So get your inspiration from people that think big. And the way I do this a lot of times is to read books. I am really big into reading self-help books. And if you read about people that have gone from nothing to having many, many things in their life and accomplishing many goals, if you read about these people and the things that they've gone through and how many people tried to hold them back, it will give you the strength to get away from the doubters in your life. So look to successful people. Read about them either on a website or get yourself a book and read about how successful people think because they are the ones that have accomplished great things and probably greater things than you think that you can accomplish and focus on the advice that they give. The other way to stay away from these doubters is to try to stay with people that challenge you. Try to hang around people that are doing better than you, that have accomplished things that you haven't accomplished. There's a book that I just started reading, and I've only been through about four chapters so far, but it's by Ken Coleman, and it's called The Proximity Principle. And the whole premise of this book is to get yourself around people that are doing the things that you want to do. Because if you spend your time with Debbie Downers and doubters and people that want to crush your dreams, they're going to break through and they're going to kind of break you down and wear you down. But if you can get around people that are challenging you and that are accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish, then you're going to be better able to think in possibilities and not impossibilities. Get advice from those people too. If there's people that you admire, send them an email or call them up and ask them if you can spend 5 or 10 minutes with them to ask them questions, to get help from them because most people that are successful love to share the things that they've done to get where they've gotten. And so if there's something that you really want to do that somebody else has done, just ask them. I love it when people ask me for advice about some of the things that I've done about maybe owning a hospital or raising kids and Even if I haven't done everything right always, I've done a lot of failing and failing is our way to learn. And if we continue to fail, we can be successful. So if I can share my failures with other people and help them not to repeat what I've done and help them take a step above and a step in front of me, then I'm going to be able to help them be possibility thinkers instead of feeling down. About the doubters and the Debbie Downers in their life. And we all know that failing is the key to learning. So, whether you don't lose your 10 pounds the first time you do it, whether you lose five and you gain them all back, then you learn what works and what doesn't work. And listening to people crush your dreams is gonna keep you stagnating and it's gonna keep you back. And that's what we need to avoid. Another thing that goes right along with this Debbie Downers and these negative thoughts that we oftentimes have when we're trying to create bigger things for ourselves and set these big, impossible, possible goals is that a lot of us get to this point where we think that we're at a dead end. Many people think that they're stuck and that they don't have anywhere left to go in their life. Thinking like a possibility thinker will get you over those thoughts and feelings of being stuck in life and remind you that anything that you put your mind to is possible. That there are solutions, there are options, and there are things that are available to you that will allow you to see yourself in a more positive way and get you to start taking action so that you can build momentum. And it's a choice. You get to choose whether you want to feel stuck or whether you want to create action and create momentum into your life goals and dreams. So getting out of that dead-end stuck mindset is part of this process. Now a lot of people don't want to think possibility because they're worried about failure and they're worried about shame. Because what if you set this big impossible goal and you don't make it and you fail? I think the worst thing that can happen is that you might feel shame. Now, if you've ever listened to Brene Brown, she defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. So shame is something that our brain really fears. None of us wants to be embarrassed or ashamed. But if we can embrace possibility thinking, that will add value to everything, including failure. So when we do fail and we do feel embarrassment and shame, possibility thinking gives us hope because we can realize that we're just people. We're all flawed. We all have these innate abilities to make mistakes and feel shame and embarrassment, but if we can do the emotional work that's needed to overcome that fear of shame and fear of failure, then that allows the mindset to become a possibility thinker and allows positive possibilities to flow through us. And then the work that's needed to do to become more positive is easier the actions that you need to take become easier because you don't have that intense fear of shame. The thing I love most about possibility thinking and this whole concept is that it allows us to consider that there's always options in our life. I just read a Facebook post from a veterinarian, uh, I think it was yesterday actually, and she had been fired from her job and she was feeling all the horrible things that you feel when you fail. And as you all know, if you've listened to my podcast, I have done that as well. I've been fired and I did. I felt failure. I felt shame. I felt humiliation. All the things that we, that we feel when something terrible happens in our life. But if we can embrace possibility thinking, we can change that failure, that embarrassment, that shame into opening up a world of what's next in our life. And this woman that got fired, now she has the possibility to do anything. She can go to any job. She can create any amount of money that she wants to create. She can change careers. She has so many options just because She got fired or failed. And so if she can embrace possibility thinking and the power of possibility thinking, she's going to be able to embrace all of the things that this is going to bring to her that are positive and good. And she's going to be more likely to achieve her dreams. Let's try to be possibility thinkers for 2020. And next week on the podcast, I want to talk about goal setting. So let's take this possibility thinking, let's embrace it this week, sit down with your brain and think of all the things that you've always wanted to do in your life. Write them down, even if they seem totally impossible and that you could never accomplish them, but start to try to think in this everything is possible way, and then we can use the power of possibility thinking to create goals, which is what we're going to talk about, and then move forward, take action, to achieve the dreams that we have for this year. I want to read you a couple of quotes that I really like, and I used these in one of my blogs uh, quite a while ago, I think. But there's one by Thomas Edison, and you all know what he accomplished, but what you don't know is that he failed. And you probably do know this if you've read about him, but he failed hundreds and thousands of times. But Thomas Edison said, If we all did the things we are really capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves. And I believe that's true. I believe that there's so many things that I could have accomplished in my life that I didn't because of fear or doubt or negative baggage that I had in my brain. But I think that if we all really pushed ourselves, that we could astound ourselves. And that's really a true statement. John C. Maxwell, who's one of my favorite thought leaders, says, If you embrace possibility thinking, your dreams will go from molehill to mountain size. And because you believe in possibilities, you put yourself in position to achieve them. And John's right. Put yourself in the position. So use some possibility thinking this week. Focus on the impossibilities that you have in your mind Don't listen to the Debbie Downers or the Doubters. Look for possibilities in every situation. Dream one size bigger than you normally would dream. So take that idea and push it up a notch, just enough to scare yourself. And then find inspiration from other people that have achieved great success. So next week on the podcast, we're going to talk about goal setting. I'm really excited about that because that's always fun. But I really appreciate you listening to me today and being here with me. I'd love to hear your feedback, either on comments below the podcast, or you can send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Please embrace the fact that you're powerful, beyond measure, that you're a wonderful human being, and that you can do all the things that you want to do. And if you're struggling this week, please reach out for help. You can email and talk to me or talk to a friend. Don't be afraid because we all struggle with these things and we all want better lives and we all have that negativity brain that's difficult to combat. And so we all need help and don't feel embarrassed about that. There's no shame. There's no fear. So thanks so much for listening to me. I really appreciate it. I'll have a whole bunch of cool stuff about goal setting next week, and I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye!